0: <laughs> Welcome back everybody to On the Q with DQ. I'm your host, Darius Quisenberry. Um we have a very, very special guest today. Um somebody who has the hearts of the Fordham uh university, Fordham alums. Um, somebody who led our, our football team to a tremendous season this year, uh, and he's a quarterback, something like the point guard on the court of basketball. So uh, welcome, Tim. Welcome to the show, my guy. Appreciate it, man. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, man. I've been I've been wanting to get you on for a while. I'll try to get you on while you guys are on that streak. uh Try to get you right before the, the, the championship game mm-hmm. uh, and stuff like that with Holy Cross, but obviously some things happened. Uh, yeah. But you had a tremendous season, obviously. Your, your football team had a tremendous season, uh, your guys and everything. And obviously it doesn't end how you guys wanted it, but you had a, a great year um, and everything. And for you personally, um, you had won player of the year in the conference in the Patriot League, had the most passing. Was basically you've won every statistic category that a quarterback could win um, in a league. Uh, so, so how do you feel about that? Uh, and your year
1: yeah I mean it was um looking back on it now it's all over it's definitely you know a special season offensively for you know the whole offense um I think we were like second all-time FCS in in yards per game so kind of just you know a testament to coach Decker and and the whole offensive staff and you know just my receivers that I have you know DeKeese, Fotis, MJ, Makai, Garrett all those guys uh, the running backs offensive line it was just like a very tight-knit group and we you know we kind of just took off with the season ran within it, it was definitely you know something i'll remember being with those guys forever yeah. and, you know it was just a lot of fun
0: absolutely absolutely and obviously going off the year you just had um just give us a little insight on what the future holds for you because it's very bright obviously you're a tremendous quarterback so so the nfl draft and workouts what, what, what's the timeline for all that stuff yeah well at first i appreciate that i
1: mean um well i just signed with my an agent so i'm going to go home for christmas and then um i'll start training um in january starting the first week of january and kind of build up to the um the draft hopefully you know get a combine invite but yeah just workouts kind of just do what i can do to
0: give myself a chance and you know kind of just wait and see what happens hope for the best yeah absolutely i feel like you'll definitely obviously have a great chance this year. you're a great guy great quarterback great leader for one let's talk yeah. about that you know <laughs> Obviously, there's a lot of things that happen on the field or like like for me, it happens on the court with yeah. adversity and certain things that don't go your way. Um, so when that happens, when times of, when things are down for your team, what do you kind of say to try to spark them or even like when you're not you can't be out there for the defense, but you can still try to give some leadership to them. Uh, try to uh, speak on that.
1: Yeah, I usually try and stay like pretty even keeled. I, I try not get too high and I try not to get too low. Um so, you know, when things are not going great, I always kind of just, I'll, I'll go talk to the O-line usually first, I'll be like, all right, we're good, you know, next drive, let's just get, let's put one drive together, a couple, like, let's just put a first down together first, and then, you know, let's get a, let's get a drive going, I'll talk to the running backs, talk to the receivers, but I feel like, you know, a good thing about the leadership on our team and the camaraderie we have, we, we always felt like, no matter what situation we were in, whether we were down, like, three touchdowns, we always felt like, Something good was going to happen. So like even if we weren't scoring a couple of drives, it felt like one play, like we can get, we can get ourselves back in the game. So I think it's just, you know, keeping everybody confident. And I think the fact that we were a good offense, everybody was always confident, and nobody was worried whether you know we were down a couple of touchdowns. So I think it's just keeping the guys focused and knowing that you know at any any given point, you know, a big play can come and we'll
0: be right back in the game. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, that's how, that's kind of how we feel. I mean, not down eleven. Down twenty, yeah. whatever it is, you can always just make that run to come right back. Absolutely. Uh, so I definitely feel you on that part. Yeah. Um, a funny thing I just seen though. Uh, I see your brother is a really good golfer. Yeah. Oh, ah, Okay. Yeah, he, so do you golf at all? No, Well, I used to when I was a kid, and then I would just like end up. Getting, I would.
1: When I was little. <laughs> I would go every day with my brothers, and my mom would take us, and um, I would always because I was like a perfectionist. I wouldn't be good. But obviously, yeah. golf's like really hard, especially when you're like That's eight years old. And I would just end up like crying, and, like getting so pissed <laughs> off. But, yeah, I know my brother, he plays on, like, the Corn Ferry Tour, which is, like, the level yeah. below the
0: PGA Tour. So, um, yeah.
1: he's played in the U.S. Open, so I got to watch him watch him in that. But, no, golf's,
0: golf's tough. I'm, I'm not very good yeah, at it. Yeah, no, it's, like, all mental. You? It's all mental. Like, it's you not about like, no how strong you are, none of that. It's, like, all uh, form. I can't do it personally, but no, it's, it, it is a hard sport. It's definitely, like,
1: one of the mentally hardest, like, challenging sports. Yeah. Like, it's just you out there, you and a ball. <laughs> Literally you Everybody's alone.
0: watching. You got you to gotta hit the Yeah, heck, you so can't it's... strike it a certain way because if not, it's going to curve. Like, yeah, and I can't do it. But honestly, do you think what do you think is harder, hitting it off the green or putting, like hitting it from the start or putting?
1: Well, I'm I'm bad at both, but <laughs> when they say like putting is more important because like you know you could hit like a 300 yard drive, you know, 300 yards, but like if you miss like a one inch putt, like a two foot putt, it's like the same thing. Yeah. So it's, like they say you know like drive for sure, like putt for dough. <laughs> putt for dough is important,
0: yeah. but no, I. I think they're both hard. <laughs> for sure. Depends on the green, I guess, how Absolutely. fast we're going. Um, so going off of that, too, as well, I'm going to talk about your, your brother, obviously, and your, where, you, where you come from with your mother and father, uh, who are tremendous, who raised you great, uh, mm-hmm. raised a great son and everything. So for me, I always talk about my whys and why I do certain things. Um, that's why I bring people on the show to kind of give them a different perspective of, uh, themselves and let people see a different side of them because they always see the quarterback on the on the field and stuff like that. Yeah. They always see me on the court. Um, so for me, my why is usually like my my family. That's my my biggest mm-hmm. why and and God. I'm a big I'm a big in faith. Uh, so so what is your why? What gets you up every day? What gets you on that field to throw practice passes? You know what I mean, what is your reason to do what you do?
1: Yeah, I'm also a man of faith too. But um, I think my you know my biggest why is just. I don't want to look back and have like any regrets, and and one, I like like you have my i've all, I've been raised by very hardworking parents. Um, my dad is like you know one of the, one of the best guys you know I've ever met, and so they've set the standard for me that I, that I try to follow, and the, the fact that um my siblings I say, I also look up to, um like my brother who who's a green beret, so he's he's special forces, and he's been through. You know, he's been like, Afghanistan. He's, he's been through some, some crazy things. So I always think, you know, if what I'm doing is hard, it's, like, nothing compared to what he's doing. Absolutely. But, um, yeah, I just try and – I don't want to look back and, like, have any regrets um, whether I make it professionally or not. I just yeah. want to look back and say at least, you know, I gave everything I had to do because I don't want to be, like, one of those guys that's, like, oh, I, I could have maybe had a shot at the NFL, mm-hmm. but, like, I didn't work hard. Yeah. I didn't work hard enough in the weight room. I didn't work hard enough, like, on my technique you know, and things like that. So I just think it's giving myself like the best
0: opportunity and, and not not live with any regrets. Absolutely for sure. And it's going off the of, you know, I mean you just said your father's a a tremendous guy, which he is. Um, so is there things that you see to him as he is he your hero growing up and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, you know, I when I was a little kid I
1: would I would never say like, Oh my dad's my hero because I always thought that, you know, that was corny, but yeah. looking on it, I would never give him the props that he deserves, but now, you know, looking back on it. I mean I've never I've never seen the guy like complain or not do anything like like he would come home from work and things like that and i know he'd be tired and when you're a kid you don't realize that but yeah. like you you make him go outside and throw football with you mm-hmm. or i'd make he would go throw baseballs to me like every single day when, when i used to play baseball so i just think about you know how lucky i was because he would never like there would never be a time where he wouldn't you know drop what he was doing to go you know, throw a football with me or or go hit baseballs with me. So I think he's definitely,
0: definitely my hero. Absolutely, absolutely. I I would say the same too, you know, my my dad's definitely my hero. He's somebody I look up to just because I've seen the struggle of him while I was growing up. And now that I'm older, now, like you just said, we can see what they were going through yeah. and the, the sacrifices they made for us so uh, growing up and everything. And then for me also, my mother is honestly my rock. I got her tatted on my rib yeah. um, and everything just because I feel like that she is my rib without her. I just don't know where I'd be. Obviously my father wouldn't know where he would be. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so, so your mother for you, you know what I mean? Obviously they hold a, a dear part in the heart just from a son to a mother. Um, what, what does she mean to you on the field? Like for me in my calmest moments on the court, Sometimes I think of those who aren't out there with me yeah. um, and stuff like that. So, what does she mean to you in those times?
1: Yeah, I mean, my mom's always been like my dad's been my go to, but my mom has also been kind of like my go to with with sports sometimes. Whether I, um, like, growing up in high school, if I didn't, when I was a freshman, I didn't play, she would always be like the one I'd talk to about my situations, or like when I'm in college, like after the game, I'll, I'll ask her, like, how did you think I did? And she'll, you know, she'll always be honest with me. So, she's yeah. kind of like somebody. Dad has always helped me along the way she knows sports really good so she's somebody that i kind of can talk to about everything but yeah when i'm out there I, I i you know i think of my parents but i i try and just you know focus on the game um at hand and Absolutely. um because you know either i know either way i don't do good i don't do bad my parents you know they're always they're always they don't Amen. care how i perform which i think is a good thing because mm-hmm. some parents you know, you see out there, it can be like crazy, extremely hard on yeah, their yeah. on their kids, especially at a young age, mm-hmm. and I think it can have a negative effect. So I yeah, think definitely. I've been, you know, fortunate where it's, I I know I don't have to perform for my parents, but um, yeah, you no, know, in calm moments out there, I'll think I'll think of my mom, I'll think of my dad, you know how. How they've been calm in certain
0: situations and I kind of focus on trying to do the same thing. Absolutely, absolutely. So so growing up, <laughs> you said you have siblings and everything. Are are you the baby, middle child? I'm the baby. Oh, I got Me too. Me sister's too. the oldest and then two older brothers. Okay, okay, yeah. I'm the baby too. So yeah. growing up, I always wanted to to be with them. You know what I mean do the things they oh, could yeah. do. Uh my brother and sister used to always go to the gym and stuff early in the morning. My dad wouldn't let me because I was too young. I just always wanted to do what they could do growing up. Uh, no matter what it was, uh, is that 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 was about the same for you going up. Oh, trying yeah. to fight with your siblings.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, we would always get into, into into fights like every single day. <laughs> oh, I got a funny story about that, but like, I would always want to hang out with my older siblings or their older friends, like the mm-hmm. neighbors. We'd always we'd always be playing like basketball and stuff. But that's no, funny, like the fights you get in your siblings is just crazy. Like yeah. me and my other brother. We would we'd always play like in my driveway we had the basketball hoop set up and everything so we we'd always play like you want to go play one-on-one we'd, mm-hmm. we'd, we'd always start out as like you know a friendly one-on-one and by the end of it we're just like screaming at each other just jumping on each other's backs you know I'm there's sorry. just no fouls we're just you Nine. know hitting each other throwing throwing basketball at <laughs> each other's
0: faces so like but yeah those siblings fights are definitely oh, definitely it's tri- different. It's crazy i'll tell you a story about that too we have a little basketball court outside and i'm back um, it was me, I'm the, I'm the baby, so it's my, my older sister and then my, my brother's older than me. It was us three at the house. My two older sisters were out of the house already. Uh, so we're in the back playing and stuff, and it's game point 21, you know what I mean? Yeah. So we're playing the 21 and stuff, and uh, I got I got 19. And so I'm going in for a layup, and my sister just pushes me right into the pole, and I just, boom, bust him. I'm t- I have blood everywhere <laughs> dripping down my nose. My, yeah. my tooth almost got knocked out and stuff, yeah. and uh, I'm like, ah, oh, I quit, I quit. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> Blah, blah. And that's why I kind of got this off off the don't quit. It's funny. It comes in a full circle because my father, when I was young, would never let me quit at anything. And I mean, no matter what it was, if I was hurt or anything, like when I I was walking back into the house, he's like, no, he he wiped my my stuff off with his T-shirt, my blood and stuff. He was like, no, get back out and finish the game. Um, And that's kind of just the mentality I have uh, growing up. And it's kind of just the same way I am now on the court. It's like, I feel like I'm still trying to compete. With my older brother and my older sister yeah. out there and a little bit just that competitive nature mm-hmm. obviously they're not out there but mm-hmm. that competitive nature is still in me from from a young age and what my father instilled in me um so going off of that did did your father kind of instill that in you not letting you um you know quit when you were young with your brother if even if they were beating you up or something and if they beat you a million times on the basketball court if they if you guys went head on head Oklahoma drill yeah. um, and something like that, while well, you guys are young, uh, did he never just never let you be satisfied?
1: Yeah, I mean, when, when me and my siblings we'd come in, sometimes the house like crying, like screaming at each other, and you know he'd always say, "Go take it outside. You, guys, <laughs> you know, you guys, you guys go, you guys go figure it out on your own." But yeah, you know, same with same with my father, my mother, they they always want me if I start something, then you finish it. You know, Absolutely. no matter what it is, you know, reading a book, doing schoolwork, you know, uh, of playing sports. Um, it was always, you know, do the best you can at it. If you're going to play a sport, then, then you know, you got to be the best you can be. I think um, my eighth grade, I ran track. And I didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just randomly the track coach, like all right, yeah. it's like middle school, was like, you're going you're gonna to run track. So um, that was one thing that I didn't want to do at all. I, was, mm-hmm. I, I would come home, like, I'm like, Mom, Dad, like, why, why am I playing track? And like, well, you know, you, you, you signed up for it, so, you know, you got to finish it
0: out. So I think that's definitely something that, my parents have instilled in me also. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And then um, you're, you're such a humble man, but honestly, you I feel like you have to sometimes credit yourself. You know what I mean? Like you, you did a tremendous job, and honestly, what do you feel, and this this is a time you can be, be confident, what do you feel your, your road ahead is as of like an NFL quarterback? Do you see yourself out there really playing? Because we have to envision ourselves there before we're there. <clears throat> You know what I mean? So for me, it's like I have to envision myself as a pro now before I get there or I won't be ready. Absolutely. Um, Is that kind of how you envision yourself right now, being on that field with the, say, if you're with the Eagles or if you're with the Vikings, anything like that? Yeah, no, I mean, 100%. I
1: think it's when I was, I always think, like, football's never going to end. I feel like I can, when I was, um, like, when I was a freshman in high school, I was, like, the backup JV quarterback. Yeah. And then um, I always thought I was going to play in college and people would, like, at my school be like, you're a skinny kid like you're on jv like you're not gonna play in college and then as i got a little bit better and i I started my junior year i only got one offer at fordham and i'm like i'm gonna go play college and be like oh like he's playing at fordham it doesn't matter so i kind of always had that chip on my shoulder Mm -hmm. because the Fordham was the only school to offer me and then now i've kind of gotten like i'm a very late bloomer i don't know if you can attest to that so i've kind of focused on getting a little bit better each year as i've gotten older and then now that i've kind of done better and better at form. it's like, oh, now there's, you know, some NFL scouts, like NFL teams are interested. So it's like, wow, like the NFL, I, I even have a chance at that. And then now that I finish out this season, um, you know, I believe that I can play the next level and compete at the next level. And that's definitely a goal and somewhere where I definitely see myself
0: so, see myself at for sure. Absolutely. So. And just kind of going off of that right there, you know, we always have naysayers or people who doubt us every day. You know yeah. what I mean? If we listen to them, it'll start to creep in. Sure. Um, so, you know I mean? Coming up, like you just said, trust the process. That's what we talk about every day, trust the process. Just keep working, keep working, and it'll happen. Mm -hmm. Uh, And all athletes hear that day in and day out, trust the process. But a lot of people really don't know what that means, and I feel like you're a big testament to that, of Mm -hmm. trusting the process. You know what I mean? So coming up, did you ever start to kind of lean into the doubters and to the naysayers on like, oh, you're not really good enough, or "Uh, I don't know if you'll be a, a good quarterback in college. Yeah, you may make it there, but... I don't know if you're excel, but now you're excelling, and uh, I don't know if you'll make it to the NFL. Yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, it all
1: it, comes full circle for always. sure. You know what I mean. 100%. So for you,
0: did you ever start to have that creep into your mind, or you always like, no, I, I, I'm gonna keep working. This kind of motivates me even more.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've there's definitely been times where I'd say it's creeped in my mind. I don't know if you know you can Absolutely. say the same heck for you. Yeah, you know, yeah. you try and say that you're always confident, and, and that that doesn't get in your head what people say. But um, I mean, it's definitely it definitely creeped in my mind, especially in high school. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh. Maybe I'm not good enough to play college. Yeah. Maybe I, you know I've always thought when I was a little kid I was good and I'm I'm gonna play pro football. But like, and you're like, damn, maybe, yeah. maybe High school is different. It? And then you know you get your you get your shot at college, and then you're like, all right, well maybe maybe NFL that's not gonna have a shot. And then yeah. you, you know you start getting better. You're like, all right, maybe I have a shot at that. But I think you know I try not to like read things that people say, but yeah. like, whether it's Twitter, sometimes I'm on Twitter a lot, and you can see stuff or articles online. You know whether it's good or bad, I try not to like look into it too much yeah. because you can't let you know what people say negatively like get in your head and thank things you. like that
0: so absolutely thank you yeah. and i just you know like everybody obviously has that um and stuff like that with the naysayers and the doubters mm-hmm. and everything but it's different when you're the the, the vocal point of a team because right. win or loss is on you mm-hmm. you know what i mean so um did that kind of affect your your leadership in a way as well like even if you guys lost, letting guys know, like, listen, I understand, like sometimes I have to let the guys know, like, it's okay to hear the the outside noise, right. but don't let it affect you. Coach always talks about uh don't don't taste the perfume because it's poison. Right. You know I mean, that's that means saying like when when people are gonna be there with you when you're winning, but when you're losing, they're gone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um so for you on on the field with your guys, trying to keep their head right, what what kind of is your mindset when you're trying to keep their head right? Yeah, I think,
1: I, I can attest to this, especially last year when we we were, as an offense and a team, we weren't as good and we were kind of getting getting our feet underneath us, I think. You know, we lost, uh, I think, the first, we started out 0-3, and I think it was my mentality for myself and the team kind of just stays the exact same. Like you said, trust the process. I think I remember, you know, we lost to FAU pretty bad, and then the next day we had a lift. You know, my mind was just like, you can mope around and be pissed at your own three and that you're not doing good, or you can you, know, you can get after it in the weight room. So my mentality was just, like, work out and lift, like, as heavy and hard as I can do and set that example, you know, for the rest of the guys. And then when we get into meetings, you know, be locked in and, and then have practice, have, like, a lot of energy and juice. That way, you know, the kind of the rest of the team follows it. Because if, you know, the leaders at the top are working hard and, and showing them the rest of the guys are going to follow because, you know, they have no other choice. Otherwise, you know, you're going to get on them. So I think it's just, even when you're doing bad, um, you trust that process. You, you you work even harder and just you know stay focused and you know eventually good
0: things will come. I feel like absolutely always, always. And then also when you're when you're on the field, um, you can call all the You're the quarterback. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> when, when the coach calls a play, and sometimes I do it on the court as as a point guard and stuff. When a coach calls a play, or like guys are kind of just running around and stuff mm-hmm. like you trying to get a quick one. Yeah. Uh, do, do you have play a certain plays in your mind that you already have, or the the wristband, yeah, the wristband and stuff like that.
1: So yeah, I mean, our offensive coordinator he kind of calls all the plays, but a lot of times we like to um get set. We go we, our offense we go like really fast up tempo and stuff. Yeah. So we'll try and like get a quick play if nobody's nobody's set. So we kind of have a couple, you know, built-in plays. Mm-hmm. That are like all right, if they're if they're not ready, we're gonna, we're gonna do this. Or sometimes I'll look to. To my coach on the sideline, I'll give him like, you know, like a signal that like I want to do this play, and yeah, you know he'll he'll, he'll 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 run it for me. So it's definitely it's definitely fun. Like you said, you know, QB is like the point guard of the uh, the football field. So you're trying to get everybody set up set up fit fast, and you know mm-hmm. you're just trying to distribute the football
0: just like you're trying to pass the basketball. Yeah, line, I exactly, feel like so uh, it's it's, it's fun. It's it's very similar for sure. Yeah, I um, was I gonna say that. That's good though because off of that, um, I feel like you can call any play, but you got, have to have that relationship with your head coach. I feel For like sure. as me, I have to have one of the best relationships because you're the, the coach on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, you always have those quick hitters. But so when you're on the field, do you have in your mind who you're going to pass to, like who you think is going to be open before the play
1: even happens? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it depends on the play. Sometimes we'll have you know, you'll have a specific play drawn up where it's like, all right, this guy is going to be where you're looking to throw mm-hmm. the ball to. But usually pretty much every play you have – whether it's like a running back on a check down or a different receiver, you'll have like something because football is, you know, just like basketball, you don't know what they're going to do defensively. Basketball. So you call a play and they could play something completely, mm-hmm. a different coverage. Yeah. You got to go somewhere else for football. But a lot of plays are, you know, reading reading the defense post snap and and anybody could be open. But then there's also, you know, specific plays where it's like set to like one receiver. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's and right. let's, let's talk about, let's get into, you know, what you're about to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're just top three finalists of the of the quarterback award. Walter, mm-hmm. say it again. Of the Walter Payton. Walter Payton. Award. I don't yeah. want to disrespect. Him. No, you're good. Um, so you know, what I mean, that's huge. You know, yeah. Especially for coming out of Fordham, because a lot of people look at Fordham like, ah, it's it's Fordham. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. we, we've had that stigma. Even on the basketball court, we still have that stigma. Yeah. Um. So that's just a tremendous award, and just let us inside. On what you're going to do you mean you're flying out there they're going to fly mm-hmm. you out there you know what i mean so you're living like a superstar right <laughs> yeah, yeah. so just let us in on a little bit of that what's going to happen yeah
1: next. so it'll be it'll be in frisco texas it's like the night before the the fcs national championship um it'll be like a little award banquet there was like three finalists um as it's like the fcs offensive player um, of the year so you know i got selected as one of the three so yeah, it'll be exciting to go there, you know, see what happens. So it's definitely I feel exciting.
0: like you're going to win it, man. <laughs> Honestly, I, I really feel like, I'm not just saying it just to say yeah. we're on the radio, but, like, I really feel like you, one, have the stats and just the personality and the person you are. I feel like that carries more. Um, because they always talk about, even at the next level for NBA or overseas and stuff yeah. like that, we talk about being a locker room guy. Mm-hmm. And a quarterback always has to be that locker room guy, no matter what it is, because you're the leader on the, on, the, on the field. You know what I mean? Or in the locker room as well. Because if you have somebody in the locker room who's an energy vampire who's saying, like, oh, the coach doesn't know what they're doing, or they're saying all oh, these players don't like this, you have moving different clicks, mm-hmm. your team's not going to be very good. You know what I mean? But if you're bought into the whole program, what the coaches are saying, and you're all bought into each other, that's when your program's going to be good and that's when you guys can move forward. Um, and I feel like that's what you're going to bring to an NFL team. That's what you're going to bring to a or organization and that's why i feel like you're going to excel at the next level yeah. because of the person you are not just a player
1: i really appreciate that but yeah absolutely you have to be a quarterback you know anybody in the football or basketball locker room you got to be You got to be a leader and you got to be, you don't want to be like what you said, you can't be a cancer to the team. You can't talk about coaches behind Mm -hmm. their back. You can't talk about, you can't have cliques. You know, everybody's got to be together. You know, you can have friend groups and everything. That's fine. But, you know, everybody's got to be,
0: once you're in the locker room, you're on the field. But everybody's a family, so for sure. Everybody's got to be on that one page. Yep. Um, I'm I'm, going to ask you one more, and that's kind of just try to hit home. Um, For you, afterwards, after football, because you're going to have a tremendous career, right? You're going to have a tremendous career. Afterwards, what does it look like for you, Tim? Like, what do you want to do with your degree? What do you want to do with your life after football? Does it? Yeah. I mean, do you have a girl in your life? I, don't <laughs> I do not. I'm not <laughs> a girl right now.
1: But no, it's a good question. It's, it's something I, I I definitely gotta think about because you know football is, it's not gonna last forever. No, it doesn't. You, you mean know what same I mean? with basketball? It doesn't <laughs> Yeah, last you, you, you know that's always been all we all we've done. You know, it's it's, it's football, it's basketball. And, yeah. and so I don't know about you, but sometimes I'm like ah, you know, school I push it to the side a little mm-hmm. bit but um i know i i don't want to work in like the city and you know didn't do finance to do finance and, and that whole thing but i i do love being around sports i love being around the sport of football so i've always um thought about you know i could become like a coach or something like that or i've always thought about you know i love being in florida and i would move to florida and become I would do like a like a QB training okay. kinda kinda thing. So I would train like, you know, youth and like high school kids. 'Cause I feel like I'm good good with kids, like training them and I I can give good, you know, insight to to help kids become, you know, better quarterbacks and things like that. So I think, you know, be doing like Q B training or, or something like that would be something. Because yeah, I would be my own boss. I wouldn't you know <laughs> something like that I think is something that's kinda cool. Absolutely. So something I gotta think about though for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's, that could be a little yeah. NIL thing you can have. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Um do you, do you, speaking of NIO, yeah. uh, do you think you could get some stuff from your year this year? Like, have you tried to to have any brands reach out to you or anything like that?
1: Um, I have not, and, you know, I'm leaving in two weeks, so I yeah. think, you know, once it's done, it's done. But, you know, Fordham's great, but, you know, we're not, you know, I'm not playing for, you know, Texas, yeah, Alabama, exactly. yeah, <laughs> those I schools. That. So I haven't really, you know, I think if I maybe pushed for it, I could have got something, but I always kind of try and just, you know. Focus on football, but I I didn't really get any NIL,
0: mm-hmm. which you know stinks cause yeah. <laughs> <some> guys,
1: <laughs> these kids are making you know millions oh of dollars. Gosh, bro. I'm
0: seeing around like the Oscar uh, Taseyboy from Kentucky literally made like 1.2 million just to go to Bahamas. It's crazy. Like, you're not even. I'm sure. Yeah, like, like, bro.
1: And like <laughs> basketball kids are probably getting crazy shoe deal at a, at a oh college gosh. guys, and they're probably making they're making millions of dollars, and millions. it's crazy because. There's certain guys that I thought were going to enter their draft this year, mm-hmm. but it's like, oh, they're staying or they're entering the transfer portal because why not do another year of college and you're going to make an NFL salary? Oh, yeah. and then if yeah. it doesn't work out, you still have you that. You still so have it's it. It's crazy it's for like sure. The Guys
0: at uh, LSU or Alabama, like yeah. Alabama, everybody got track hawks. Like everybody got twenty-five thousand yeah. dollar cars. Crazy. Like, you know what I mean? Like crazy. you're not getting that at it for yeah. like respectfully, you're not. But yeah. one thing I do love about Fordham is our alum base. Oh, yeah. um, our alum base will take care of you afterwards. That's why I asked about, I mean, after uh, your your career of uh, football, um, I feel like the way you carried yourself here at Fordham and the leadership you showed, they're going to want you in their or- in their you know I mean, organization yeah. or their industry. You mm-hmm. know I mean, they're going to want to hire you just from what you showed. Um, and then you got your degree from Fordham. So the alum base here is just tremendous from For everybody. Sure. They were just at the – they showed up in, in, in uh, a lot. Uh, At the basketball game yesterday. Uh, I saw them on the sidelines somewhere. Mike Breen was even in the stands. Uh, Shout out Mike (laughs) Breen. So, um, yeah, man, it's just like they they really buy into Fordham. They really believe in Fordham. They love Fordham. So I feel like regardless of what you do, uh, which I already know what you're going to do on the field, but regardless of what you do off the field, I feel like you're going to be taken care of just from what you've shown here at Fordham. I appreciate that. How about how about you? Do you know you? I mean, you obviously wanna wanna try and play in the NBA, don't you? Yeah,
1: absolutely. And then no, no. I mean that's that's pretty awesome. Um,
0: I mean afterwards, uh, that's why I'm just trying to you know what I mean build and yeah. get my master's. So afterwards, when I'm done, when the ball stops bouncing, yeah. which it does for everybody one day, 100%. Uh Just try to you know what I mean stay around the game of basketball, be like a sports analyst yeah. on ESPN, just talk the game of basketball. Yep. Uh, I feel like that'd be a cool job to for have. Sure. You know what I mean? Like be on like NBA TNT or whatever, yeah, you know, shacking them. You know what I mean well, that's that's sure. kind of where I kind of envision myself at. You want,
1: you want to do something you love and enjoy not you know, you, know I mean? you, want, yeah. you don't want to do something for
0: work that you don't want to do you know what i mean yeah be around sports you want something. to wake up every day and be like oh i want to go to work for sure you know what i mean that's that's what i feel for like sure. it, it should be um so i appreciate you so much for being all my guy Yeah, man thanks uh, for having me man. yeah man i feel like uh our relationship is just starting yeah yeah and i feel like uh i, I really like our friendship and where it's going mm-hmm. and i uh, i could say from a, a bystander i'm proud of what you did for the university uh, bro, like seriously, like you, you elevated the standard. Uh, you you left it better than what it was when you came in, um, and I feel like that's our job in life. That's our goal as as men in faith mm-hmm. uh, to leave things better than what it was when they when when we started. Um, and you you've elevated elevated the the standard of Fordham football, um, and it'll forever be changed. Um, and I feel like you'll forever be taken care of in the future from alum. And if you need anything from me, bro, I promise I'm here. We have our contact information yes, now, so. Uh, I appreciate you for just being on and, and talking to me today, bro. Seriously. I really appreciate it, man. I, I had a blast talking to you, and it's it's great to see, you
1: know, we have similar thoughts and we've been we had similar situations. So yeah. I really appreciate you having me. Absolutely. No doubt,
0: man. Uh, appreciate you, my guy. Yeah. Thanks, bro. Yeah. Good.